Anonymous asks, what are the best arguments that reparations for black slavery in the USA are a bad idea? It's very hard to sort out who should pay reparations to who. Um, if you just say like all white people have to pay reparations to all black people, that does not correspond very well with which white people enslaved which black people in the past. It would have made a lot more sense to pay reparations near the time that something bad happened. In general, we let crimes go after enough time has passed. We don't want people to have to worry about the distant past forever so they can get on with their lives and establish a life that is secure. We want people to have security, so we put time limits on how long they have to worry about things. And if, if time goes on for years and years, then uh, it's done with. This is very important with property rights. Like if you go back far enough, uh, you can come up with other things besides the black slavery issue, like that we took land from the Indians or um, that our ancestors back in Europe used violence against other people in Europe. And that's how they got the wealth to come to America. You know, some prince in 1400 fought some other prince and there were consequences. Some people came out ahead and some behind. Some took wealth from others, you know? And so you could try to trace the consequences to today. It's very hard to do that accurately, though. And it's the same with slavery because it's too old. Even if you could figure out more specifically, like, who to blame for slavery, what are you going to do? Like, find out that this particular factory owner is one of the people to blame and then take his factory and then uh, divide up ownership of it among a large number of black people who are ancestors of slaves. You don't want people to be uh, to have that kind of incentive where they're like, well, should I start a business and build up a factory that benefits both myself and society when it might just be taken away from me for reparations for slavery? You don't want people to be discouraged from making progress in their lives because their property is insecure and they don't want to put a bunch of work into it when they might not get to keep it. So those are some of the issues. Uh, looking at it from a different angle, the whole purpose of bringing up black slavery reparations is not like justice or fairness. That's not why it's coming up. It's part of identity politics and a victimhood mentality. It's part of activism today for present ends. It's about the present, and their goal is to be divisive, to split up society and have class warfare, to segregate people into groups and get the groups bickering with each other. That's the overall general purpose going on here. I mean, why don't we have reparations for women? Because women in the past were unequal and were treated unfairly. And, you know, in a marriage, a man got the better deal in a lot of ways. He had control. He was the head of the household. So we've, we've correctly uh, made a lot of changes to society to make things more equal and more fair and better for women. 
So why don't we have reparations for women? Just take a bunch of money from men and give it to women. And you could do that with any sort of past injustice. Like the past, all sorts of things went wrong in the past. Should we have reparations for bad childhoods? If you as an adult are unhappy, you sue your parents and say they raised you wrong? I mean, maybe such a thing should be possible in one case in a million, but you do not want that to be uh, a fear of parents in general. You know, if a parent is, like, reasonably normal, then they shouldn't be getting sued over their parenting. Um, and if a slave owner was doing something that was normal and legal at the time he did it, um, he shouldn't be getting punished 100-plus years later and having his ancestors punished. Like, punishing someone's great-grandchildren for their sins is extreme punishment. Like, it's kind of like the collective punishment of Russia, where they say, like, if you're a dissident, if you do the wrong thing, you know, maybe we'll punish your family, um, even if we can't catch you. And they'll threaten your family, and that's nasty. Um, threatening people's great-grandchildren is even nastier. If you're going to punish for people for stuff they did that was normal at the time, you need to make a case, like, at the time, like, right away, like, why it was really bad and they shouldn't have been doing it, even though it was normal. And, and then decide what you're going to do about it and how you're going to fix it. Um, and we did decide what we're going to do about slavery and how to move forward. Decisions were made about that at the time. Whether they were, you know, optimal or not, those were the ones that were made, and we moved on. And it's very important to move on and not have problems linger forever. We have a situation today where the remnants of slavery are not the primary problems in black people's lives. They're not very relevant. So people should move on and focus on their, their current problems. Like that a lot of black people live in uh, inner cities with crime, violence, and gangs and drugs. And why is that? Well, they live in, they have Democrat mayors and all of them, and they have for decades. And their politicians who they keep voting for have been letting them down. So if they want a better life, they should uh, reconsider their politics, for example. And they could, could reconsider their cultural prohibition on, quote, acting white, the way they pressure children not to act like white people. That anti-assimilationist view uh, makes it harder for them to be successful because acting white means things like being successful in school, um, conforming to society, fitting in and getting ahead in the normal ways people get ahead. So black people do less of that because it's culturally discouraged. Um, and that is not a decision of the slave owners who, you know, you can kind of presume or imagine would be sort of pro-white instead of thinking blacks should have their own distinct culture. You know, they think the white culture is good and that if blacks are going to live on their own, they should try to fit into it more. And like part of their justification for slavery was they thought blacks couldn't fit into white culture, you know, that they weren't capable And most people's problems are not, they're not external. It's themselves. Your problem is yourself. Fix your own life. Get your own thinking together better. Learn things. Educate yourself more. And you'll find plenty of opportunity. People just aren't going around oppressing each other that much. And there's, uh, there's plenty of scope for change. It's not like we live in a society where you can only get like 5% more wealthy per generation, so then losing wealth 10 generations ago is still keeping you down. You know, we're in a society where you can go from near the bottom to near the top in one generation. 
So past things are less relevant. And if you want to climb, just, you know, climb. And if your actual goal is to improve your life, it'd be much easier to do that by starting a business than by political activism for slavery reparations. Although, as I mentioned before, the activism is not really about black people or them improving their lives. It is the left trying to be divisive uh, in Marxist ways. They want class warfare and so on. The end.